Welcome to the Sales Beat podcast, where we explore sales intelligence in fast-moving consumer goods and how you can deliver against your sales goals. I am Veena Giridhar, and I'm the CEO and co-founder of Sales Beat, an AI-driven platform eliminating lost sales in fast-moving consumer goods sector due to understocking and overstocking. Last week on our podcast, we looked at optimizing your costs, managing your supply chain risks, and your people. In today's inflationary environment and the risks associated with raw material shortages, it is important to ensure that you review your risks and costs as regularly as is possible. On today's podcast, we look at your logistics costs and your route to consumer. These days, it is important to think of how to get your target consumer instead of just looking at your route to market. 10 years ago, while this was important to think of as consumers in rural areas had a different route to market than those in urban areas, today, this is more important than ever as there are generational differences in the way that consumers shop. Baby boomers are one of the largest and most affluent generations we've seen. As a generation that holds $2.6 trillion in buying power, they are a leader in keeping brick and mortar stores in business. While boomers are one of the most affluent generations, a driving force behind that statistic is that many boomers are still in the workforce, even those who have surpassed retirement age. When it comes to shopping, baby boomers expect to be treated like the valuable consumer that they are. This mindset drives them to physical store locations as they prefer interactions with sales teams and with people in stores when shopping. And they will switch stores without a qualm if they have a bad experience at the store. The youngest generation of consumers and shoppers, Gen Z, are eerily similar to baby boomers when it comes to customer service. But the similarity ends there, as they are more likely to shop online and expect instant delivery. To cater to baby boomers, Gen Xers, millennials, and Gen Z, companies now need to consider brick and mortar stores, e-commerce, social selling, and partnerships with delivery companies for instant deliveries. Given the spread of consumers, they need to also keep in mind presence in rural and urban areas. While companies previously thought of their route to market in terms of getting their brand to shelves in supermarkets, grocery, or convenience stores that have a national presence and also on shelves at independent stores in rural areas, these days, it is critical to think about how to get to your consumer as this may be through your e-commerce store, your instant delivery partnership, or through social selling apps. If you are a supermarket or grocery store, you need to consider partnerships with e-commerce vendors, setting up your own e-commerce store, and partnerships with instant delivery apps. If you are a supermarket, it is equally vital to consider where your store is located. For example, As I've already mentioned, baby boomers value shopping at physical stores. They value proximity to the store. However, Gen Z, who also value shopping at physical stores, 
do so as a part of a social occasion. They enjoy combining their shopping occasion with lunch with friends or a similar social event. In this case, it is important to base your store next to a park, an area with a large number of restaurants, or next to a theater. Well, you get the message. FMCG brand owners need to also consider selling direct to consumer, as Gen Z really value a direct connection with brand owners, giving feedback and feeling like they've been listened to. Focusing on the route to consumer may also simplify the selling process, as there are scalable distribution models, like third-party e-commerce vendors that reach the same consumer that companies do when they sell direct to consumer. However, the customer experience through the two channels are very different. Given the cost of distribution currently, it may be more effective for FMCG companies to sell through third-party e-commerce vendors or fulfillment solutions that take care of the last mile. This may also have the effect of freeing up delivery and logistics capacity enough for delivery to third-party supermarkets, grocery stores, or e-commerce vendors. Speaking of which, FMCG companies should also consider partnerships with other complementary FMCG companies for logistics and fulfillment solutions. You may need to do mixed loads or pallets, but sharing the costs certainly drives down or keeps constant your cost of delivery during times when this is increasing rapidly. This enables you to keep your cost increases within the limits of an acceptable margin without passing on the increased costs through a price increase to maintain your margin. You may even want to explore partnerships or pilots with driverless logistics solutions, or like Tesco, develop partnerships with rail freight companies to ensure minimal disruptions and to keep costs low. It is in the best interest of both FMCG brand owners and stores to keep product on shelf. And they need to find new ways to get brands and SKUs to shelf together instead of assuming that this is the purview of the other. This may even unlock scale benefits, which in turn may help to keep price increases to a minimum. If you have any thoughts on cost-saving initiatives or logistic solutions that FMCG companies can adopt to survive the next year or so, leave a comment here if you're watching on YouTube and we'll address them in a future episode. If you are listening to this on Apple or Spotify, email me on vina at salesbeat.co with any questions. Thank you for listening.